Welcome to the Journey Church Plus podcast. We are in 40 days. Each year we set aside 40 days leading up to Easter to connect to Christ's community and our calling. For more information about 40 days, go to journeyconnect.org slash 40 days 2022. And now for today's devotional. Day 12. Today's reading is from Romans 8.1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And from Romans 8.31-38. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God, and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.1 we live in a full-on cancel culture, don't we? Once we become convinced that someone has messed up, we as a culture go above and beyond to bring out the charges against them and remind everyone of all the ways this person has failed or hurt others. Once this starts on social media, like a pool full of sharks, we all seem to frenzy and pile on the hate. In many ways, regardless of the truth of the accusations, Someone caught in this frenzy may never be able to escape or live it down. No matter what you think about this trend, it all seems like a bit of fun or excitement until you're the one caught in the middle of the accusations. And when it comes to our own sin and mistakes, our own shameful or embarrassing past, accusations can seem to come from all sides. One way is that other people can accuse us. We can have people in our lives who have seen us at our worst constantly bring up all our flaws and failures. Especially if you're a new believer in Jesus, one of the most challenging stages can be the first few years when people begin to see a change in you. Very quickly, the people you used to hang out or party with will be the ones to remind you about who you once were. They may even accuse you of being a hypocrite or one of those crazy Jesus people. A second source of accusation is the enemy. Satan and his minions love more than anything to accuse you. In fact, a description that the Bible sometimes uses for Satan is the accuser. The enemy loves to try and convince you of lies. Lies about God, 
lies about how this world works, lies about what is best, and even lies about who you are. So, the voice of the enemy is often the voice of accusation. Just as you begin to take steps of faith with Jesus, the charges will come. Who do you think you are? Don't you remember what you've done? How can you step foot in that church? How can you sing that song or lead that ministry? Do you really think God will listen to your prayers? Sadly, another source of accusation is yourself. Sometimes we are our own worst critics. Unfortunately, if we're honest, we don't need our culture or social media to do it. We're pretty good at canceling ourselves. Often, especially when I'm doing the very things that I know God's called me to, I'll be telling myself such discouraging things internally. You can't do this. Who do you think you are? You're such a hypocrite. You should just give up and let someone else who's better than you do this. When I hear these accusations, I often realize that it's my own voice I hear. One of the greatest temptations for someone who has experienced justification through Christ is to give in to these charges against them. It's the temptation to succumb to the shame and guilt that He already died to set you free from. When you listen to and believe these voices, you allow the lies to steal your joy, your calling, and your confident swagger in Christ. What are these voices of accusation speaking to you right now? What are these charges discouraging you from doing? Pause this and write down the top three accusations you hear. Now, I want you to read this verse one more time. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Romans 8.33 Because God has justified you, because He has declared you not guilty, no accusation can or will ever stand against you again. Because of this glorious reality, nothing can separate you from the love of Jesus. Because He paid for you by His own blood. Every accusation you hear from outside or within is a lie and a sham. Will you choose to put to death every accusation you hear? Will you decide to put away every reminder of your past? Will you choose to rest and trust in your true identity as a forgiven and righteous son or daughter of God? Before you pray, I want you to read back over those statements you wrote down. For each one, draw a thick line straight through it and write, Not Guilty, over each one as a reminder that Jesus died to silence the accuser once and for all. Jesus, thank you for the truth of who I am in you. Thank you that your cross has paid for the accusations that are thrown at me. Would you please allow your voice to be louder than the voice of the accuser? Please help me to fully rest in the truth that I am not guilty because of your blood.